Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. friends. Thank you so much for joining me for the third episode of Giving Your Best Life. Hi, I'm Stephanie Jones, also known as The Giving Gal. On the last episode, I shared three keys to finding ways to give every day. Have you tried implementing the three keys? If so, how did it go? Can you make it a habit? Also, I challenge you to set a giving goal. Not yet? What are you waiting for? And for those that email me your goals, thank you so much. You're inspiring me and stretching me in my giving and giving me new ideas. So if you haven't set your goal, do so and email me at stephanie at givinggal.com. Okay, as I promised, I'm going to spend today chatting about how gratitude helps you give your best life. I thought I'd share with you the preface of my second book, The Gratitude Challenge. It's a great intro for those that are new to practicing gratitude and may give a little inspiration that those are practicing to continue. Here we go. In 2017, I launched my first book, The Giving Challenge, out into the world. The book challenged readers to commit to find ways every day to give to others for 40 days. I never intended to write a second book or to create a series, but all that changed in May 2017 when I stood on the stage in front of several hundred women and shared how the giving journey had stretched me. Giving stretched me in gratitude. On my giving journey, I practiced gratitude, looking for and documenting life's simple joys to be grateful for each day. I found contentment with what I own and where I am in life. I'm happier. Days of depression are few and far between. When I observed my surroundings, I noticed beauty in the small things I may have ignored in the past. Practicing gratitude, which took little time and no money, changed my life. From the stage, I challenged my audience to purchase a journal and start writing what they were thankful for each day. As those words flowed from my mouth, God seemed to shine a light from heaven telling me to give them the tools they needed. Teach them about gratitude, I heard him say. Make it easy to walk back to your table and not only snag a copy of the giving challenge, but also get a resource on gratitude. I jotted a note on my printed speech and finished my talk. I couldn't get off the stage fast enough to transfer the idea from my mind to paper. And here I am two years later in challenging you to go on your own gratitude journey with me. While on stage, I realized the audience might long for more than a notebook with just lines. Maybe they also wanted to understand gratitude and learn to see the goodness in the everyday, not only the hunky-dory days of life. When given the opportunity, people want to be stretched. 
Let's not focus on the things we often see on social media, such as people being thankful for their health, friends, family, home, etc. If we went deeper, taking time each day to seek and recognize that even on the bad days, we can be grateful. The gratitude challenge isn't any old journey. It's not only about writing what you are grateful for today. It's about creating a habit and changing your mindset, which in turn will make a positive difference in your life day in and day out. The challenge is about slowing down for five minutes each day to ponder and find something to be grateful for no matter what's going on in your life. The goal of the book is to teach you to become content where you are in life and with what you have instead of making your happiness dependent on your material possessions or what might happen in the future. We often think, I'll be happy when... I want you to think about that. Fill in the blank. In high school, I couldn't wait to get to college. A couple of years into college, I couldn't wait to graduate and get out into the real world. And then when I had a first real world job, I couldn't wait for the next opportunity and so on and so on. How many of us couldn't wait to get married and then found ourselves wishing we were single again? Or what about wanting and finally having children, then feeling envious of our friends without children? This is normal. I think we all have thoughts of what if or fleeting thoughts of a different life. But these moments become a problem when we spend more time focusing on what we don't have instead of what is right in front of us. What would happen if we got what we put in the blank when we said, I'll be happy when? Life might be grand for a while, but soon we'd find something else to want. Take material items, for instance. There's a reason why the U.S. citizens carry $830 billion in credit card debt. As a society, we buy homes, cars, furniture, and clothes we can't afford to either escape life, make ourselves feel better, or to keep up with the Joneses. In coaching clients who struggle with debt, I found the things they have aren't making them happy, and the debt and payments cause extreme stress. How would our lives change if we were grateful? Grateful for wherever we are in life and the blessings that have been poured upon us. If life isn't what we want it to be, then can we work to change it? We can blame others and make excuses, but at the end of the day, we are currently in control. I'm fully aware we don't control every situation we're in, but I do know we control how we react and respond if what life throws at us. We control our self-talk, our internal thoughts. I want to be clear, we can be sad, get angry, and feel all the emotions that come with bad news, a death in the family, or another tragedy that may occur. What I'm saying is that I've seen both sides of these journeys. One side, I've met people who found a way to be grateful in the midst or aftermath of tragedy, providing inspiration and hope for those going through similar situations. I share these stories of some incredible people I've met because I haven't lived some of the tragedies or heartbreaks many of you have experienced and endured. I couldn't pretend to understand what people are going through. I needed, as an author, to provide you with stories from real people who practice gratitude during the worst times in their life. I want to give you hope that 
if they can get through a diagnosis, addiction, or loss of a child, so can you. On the other side, I've encountered people who have ceased to live, gave up on life and threw in the towel, or worse, I've crossed paths with those who make everyone else's life miserable. They live out the mantra, if I can't be happy, no one around me deserves to be happy either. Research indicates that gratitude makes us happier, healthier, and more content. If you're interested in this research, head over to my website, givinggal.com backslash resources backslash the gratitude challenge and dig into the information I have there as much as your little heart desires. You may wonder why I'm not including the research in my book or on this podcast as it validates and gives credibility to the theme. I don't because research is just research until you go out and live it. Think about it. It doesn't matter if research has proven gratitude lowers your blood pressure until you practice gratitude and you see your blood pressure decrease. It doesn't matter if gratitude makes you happier if you don't find ways to be grateful and see how happiness seeps into your life. I think research is great but I want you to go out and experiment and then let me know your findings. Prove the research right or wrong. Everyone has different experiences and reactions. I can't say for 100% that anything will happen if you practice gratitude because I can't climb into your life and ensure you are following the book and exercises laid out for you. Go on this gratitude journey and let me know how it impacts your life. Let's put together our own little research and share with friends, family, and strangers. The Gratitude Challenge is a tool for handling bad times, a reminder of all the good in your life. Each day is a gratitude challenge with prompts on what to write. These are merely suggestions to help us think about gratitude in a variety of ways and take us outside our comfort zone as this is where we stretch and grow. My personal gratitude journal serves not only as a place to write down what I'm grateful for on a particular day, but it became a diary documenting my life with a few short words in a couple of minutes each day. So friends, that's just the preface. I hope it's giving you a good idea of how you can practice gratitude, the impact of gratitude. And I want to end up, uh, one thing that I wrote about within the gratitude is how do we incorporate gifts within our gratitude and our thank yous? So I'll finish up with this. Throughout my giving journey, I stepped up my thank you note game. Growing up, my parents taught, okay, made me send thank you notes whenever I received a gift. This practice continued through college and into married life. But on my giving journey, it dawned on me that thank you notes were only for gifts I received. We can thank people for their kindness, the impact they made in our lives, the help they gave us, a service they provided, and the list goes on and on. I'm a believer that thank you notes should be a habit in both personal and our professional lives. So today, your giving challenge, hopefully you'll take the challenge of gratitude, but your giving challenge is to write a thank you note to someone who has made an impact in your life and be specific. That's one thing about thank you notes that I love is I challenge you to tell them specifically why they made a difference in your life. So what do you think about gratitude and what do you think about the giving challenge? Let me know, message me, connect with me on social media. Do you see how gratitude could help you give your best life? When we give time to be grateful, we become happier, healthier, 
and more content. Okay, friends, until next time, go out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.